my coloring changes during the year a few times like i am such a different shade in the summer than i'm in the winter my philosophy is to really encourage the consumer to purchase more than one shade so you have a summer and a winter shade and then you can really customize your perfect shade for yourself welcome to the glam and grow podcast i'm your host takara suet head of partnerships at wavebreak On this show, we talk with leaders of beauty, fashion, and lifestyle brands. We dive into their stories, lessons learned, and perspectives on how the industry is ever-evolving. Subscribe and join us each week as we glam and grow. This episode is brought to you by Wavebreak. Most brands don't email right, and it costs them. With ad costs getting more and more expensive, a world-class email and SMS program is essential. This is why Wavebreak exists. We're the premier email and SMS marketing agency that helps brands take their retention programs to the next level. If you want to learn more about partnering with us and how we can help, schedule a call with me today at wavebreak.co slash call. Joining me today on the show is Monica Blunder and Sandy Atesser, co-founders of Monica Blunder Beauty. Thank you both so much for coming on the show today. Thanks for having us. So perhaps, Monica, you can start off by telling us about your journey from one of the most famous celebrity makeup artists to finally becoming co-founder of your own beauty brand. Thank you so much. It's such an honor to be on your podcast. I'm a big fan. I listen to you all the time. And yeah, my journey is basically I'm born and raised in Austria And I moved to America. I'm an immigrant when I was 23 years old and with big dreams to become a makeup artist. And yeah, I've been working ever since here in Hollywood. I've had the, you know, honor and pleasure to work with so many amazing celebrities, just to name a few. I've worked with Amanda Seyfried and Megan Fox and Jessica Alba and Chen Garner, just to name a few of my clients. They're all such wonderful ladies. It's been so amazing to to work as a makeup artist and you get all this experience with, with makeup over the years. And it's always been a dream of mine to have my own makeup line. And I, I love makeup and I love selling and I love the whole idea of creating something that uh, comes from my vision because even as a makeup artist having the chance to try so many amazing products over the years and knowing what works and what doesn't work and it's just so amazing that Sandy and I have had the chance since a year to create this amazing product so yeah that's the journey. Yeah. So talk to me about the exact moment when you were like, okay, this is time. I'm going to create my own brand. Sandy and I have been friends for many years. Like, I, I, She's almost like a family to me because her sister, Tracy, who is, I am sure you know who her sister is, one of the most famous or the most famous colorist in Hollywood. And Tracy and I have been friends over 20 years. She's colored my hair for 20 years. And that's how I met Sandy. And I used to do many like makeup classes. I would host these like master classes. And Sandy helped me with many of those classes from the business side. And when it came down to me starting my own brand, I knew deep down that I wanted to have a partner. Like I knew that I 
didn't want to do this on my own because I know my strength and I know my weaknesses. I know what I'm good at and I know what I'm not good at. One thing I'm not really good at is the business side. And also I'm not a young chicken anymore. I'm not like 20 or 30 years old anymore. And it's just something I knew that it's, it's going to take a lot of time, a lot of effort and I don't want to do it all on my own. And it's not easy to find the right partner because I really call it like a marriage. Like Sandy and I are literally talking every single day, like sometimes for hours on the phone. And I wanted to do it with someone who I really trust and someone I know is going to be the right fit for me. So yeah, Sandy was the right fit for me. So here we are two years later have owning a brand but I'm that you're gonna see this with me I go back and forth I, f- I forgot my I forget my train of thought so if I forgot something that really incredible that you recognize that maybe you're not the best at everything and I don't think any of us are necessarily the best at everything so you both owning um the size of the business that you're best at I think it is incredible and will be why you're successful so talk to me about product formulation or product ideas what was the beginning process of really building your brand? I knew that I wanted to create a complexion product that my naivete, I call it because I can be sometimes a bit naive, did not understand the difficulty or the how difficult it is to create a complexion product. I'm like, oh, let's just do a complexion product. But finding out later in the process that it is the most difficult product to launch. But anyway, the reason why I wanted to do a complexion product is because I think that I am really known for the way how I do someone's skin. And I love skin so much. And I love when skin looks like real skin. I think it has a lot to do with Uh, my upbringing, that I'm from Europe, the way how I see women. I really like women to look like themselves or their best version of themselves. And I hate when I see a woman wear too much foundation. It just, oh, I just hate that foundation looks so much. Or when you look at someone and the first thing you notice is their foundation. I just don't think it's real cute. (laughs) So I really wanted to do a complexion product that kind of reflects my style of makeup and how Blanda Cava was born. Yeah. And I think we can dive into more product details as we go, but Sandy, perhaps you can uh, interject here about really how the business was born and how, what your first steps were to scale this and make this reality in, in just two years. First of all, thank you for having me on. It's such a pleasure. I listen to your podcast all the time. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. So from the beginning, we've seen a lot of demand for our hero product blender cover. And we launched with uh, seven shades. And we also launched with a hybrid face brush, which we've got, it's almost like a cult following now. And we're super excited about it. The journey for our growth basically has been, we've been focused on launching the brand and also looking at the experience of our customers and creation of you know new shades of blender cover as well as um, new products and expanding our sales channel we launched on cyber monday which was risky but we had commitments that we had to meet and it was right in the middle of the pandemic it it took us a while to get going because of that we were supposed to launch in august and then we had to move it to november there were delays in packaging and the like but we we were able to pull it all together and then once once we were able to do that we knew that we had to launch strong so 
We invested heavily in PR, social, and digital. We have an amazing team in the U.S., MML PR, and then in Europe, it's Muse Communications. And they've been instrumental in helping us get the word out about our brand. So for instance, in the beginning, on day one, when we launched with Women's Wear Daily to the beauty industry, and then also to the business community with Forbes magazine, and then to consumers, we launched with Allure. And so we got a lot of great press and that all happened within two days. And then also... Monica had around 20 telesides and given the pandemic, she was not able to have those interviews in person. So it was all via Zoom. But since the launch, we've had significant press, which has helped us build the awareness and just basically get the word out to consumers and retailers. And then following along with that, Monica, from the get-go, she had a decent amount, or she still does, has a, has a decent amount of followers on YouTube and Instagram. So we wanted to leverage that. We post on a daily basis. And part of our strategy also is to work with influencers. So anytime we launch new shades or product, we have a list of influencers and editors and retailers that we want to send new product to, to also get the word out. And then also we have extensive search and display ads targeting and retargeting our website visitors. And we also leverage email marketing to communicate with our customers and also to drive back people who have, you know, been to our website and have jumped off for whatever reason. And then thinking about our website, it is very important for us to have the ultimate experience as possible. So we're constantly looking at how do we make that experience? Monica mentioned that a complexion product is very difficult to sell, and especially it's very difficult to sell online. So one of the things that we did was we invested in a shade finder tool to help customers find the right shade. Because one of the top questions, we have chat as well, and help me find a shade. So in the beginning... Monica was providing personal recommendations and we had a steady volume of requests. We needed to find an alternative to help keep up with the volume. So we launched a, a shade finder tool that's really helped us as well. And then speaking of the scaling overall of the business, you have to look at how do you keep up with growth? We are looking um, at automating where we can to make sure that our processes are very efficient. So for instance, right now, our current tech stack, we have the Shopify website. We have Webgility that helps bring in the Shopify sales details into our QuickBooks accounting system. And then we also have a tool called Avalair, which calculates our taxes. And it'll ping us if we go, if we start selling a lot in a specific state, it'll alert us that we have to start charging taxes to those customers in that state. And then it will also file our taxes. And then another piece of it is we have a 3PL, which uses a ship station. We have separate, a separate tool to gather that type of information, which makes it difficult to just um, pull in everything at the same time. And then we also have SBS Commerce for our EDI retailers, such as Neiman Marcus. And of course, we utilize spreadsheet. Right now, anytime we want to report on how sales are doing, like in retail or direct-to-consumer, you don't have it in one spot. So we are going to be implementing a tool called Tier Systems, and we're super excited about it. You can think of it as 
like a ERP, but without the accounting piece of it. And it will allow us to pull in information from these disparate sources and give us the ability to log in to one system where we can see the full picture of our business much easier. And it will be a definite time saver. So we're super excited about that. If you're an e-commerce marketer, you're always looking to bring in new audiences, engage your customers on a personal level and grow your revenue month over month, year over year. But let's be honest, it's getting way harder. So what can you do to help ease these headaches? Say hello to Attentive, the personalized text message marketing platform proven by over 4,000 brands built to help you connect with customers via real-time, one-on-one conversations. With Attentive, you can deliver those magical customer experiences you've always dreamed of and turn those interactions into lasting brand loyalty and recurring revenue. Plus, Attentive's integrations with email providers, loyalty programs, and more mean you can use customer insights across all of your marketing channels. Pioneering brands like CB2, Pura Vida, and Coach have driven over 20% of their total online revenue using Attentive. And you too can turn SMS into one of your top three revenue channels in just a few months. Visit attentivemobile.com wavebreak to learn how you can try it for free. Obviously, in the beauty industry at the moment, it is beyond important to have inclusive products. And I watched your YouTube video with Shiva Safai, which her makeup looked phenomenal, but she's one of the most beautiful women. And uh, you mentioned having only seven shades or what you had at the time and like mixing a lot of shades. So even in the, the process of developing the product and coming up with shades, how do you include everybody without making too many color variations that it just, it's almost too many. Like, how do you know that perfect sweet spot where you include everyone, but also make it profitable for the business? Sure. That's a good question. Yeah. We did start out with seven shades. And again, you have to remember, we are a self-funded company with no initial, you know, funding. And at that time, seven shades was what we were able to do, but we knew that we will expand shortly. And also just to touch base on the formulation of this product, it's not like a typical foundation because the, I don't know if you've tried Blend the Cover yet or not, but it is very, can be sheared out and it's very adaptable to the skin, meaning that you can be almost like a few different shades. So I started with seven shades and then literally three months later, we launched initial seven shades. So we are at 14 shades right now. And and I actually just confirmed yesterday with the lab, our rest of our six shades. So we will be at 20 shades by November. And I feel very strong about all the colors I've chosen and that they're very inclusive to be able to fit all uh, shades, uh, all complexion colors. And also you might have to, what I really love about this product is that it's very like mixable. So you can take a little bit of a lighter shade and a little bit of a darker shade and mix them together. And that's, that comes the idea comes from me working for since 20 years as a makeup artist. And that's what I've done all my life and all my clients, because truly there is really not like I, my coloring changes during the year a few times. Like I'm such a different shade in the summer than I'm in the winter. So my philosophy is to really encourage the consumer to 
purchase more than one shade. So you have a summer and a winter shade, and then you can really customize your perfect shade for yourself. Yeah, I think that's, I think it's virtually impossible to. to It really is. It it really is. And and I I truly, we are not going to be the brand to offer 50 shades. It's just not what I want to do because the colors are so well thought through and because I have worked as a makeup artist for so many years that I know what shades work and what don't and I don't want to come out with 50 shades a because a lot of them are probably just going to be sitting on the shelf and they're not going to be used and I also want to touch a little bit on the environment Mm -hmm. I think that it's really important to be us as a brand or Sandy and I, I really want to be thoughtful for the amount of SKUs we come out and, and just not come out with things that are not going to be used. So I think the number 20 works really well for this particular product and ongoing, whatever we have coming out in the future, lips and cheeks and what else we will be doing, they're going to be very thought through shades and I'm not going, I'm never going to come out with a range of 30 different lipstick colors as an example. It's just not going to happen. It has to be super curated. And I want every shade and every color to be used in in our line. I think that makes a lot of sense. So let's talk a little bit about self-funding. Obviously, it's incredible that you have full ownership of the brand, but it can also be extremely um, stressful. Yeah. Did you attempt to raise money or was that something that was even on the table or you both really wanted to have full control over the direction of the brand? Our plan is basically to keep it as a self-funded company for a while and maybe look at it eventually to get investors. But for right now, we wanted to create the brand the way we wanted to create it and we didn't want the outside influence. So it served us well for now. All year long, we've been launching different shades. So this is like our third round and it'll be the last one for a while, I believe. And as Monica said, we have several products coming out that we are super excited about. When we, as a self-funded brand, we're not going to order 10,000 of each um, unit or shade. That just, that just does not make sense to us. Who knows eventually. Luckily, we have had really great labs we've worked with in us. And now we started off with Blunder Cover in California. So it's a California produced product, which I'm also super proud of. But I also really wanted to work with labs in Germany and in Europe because that's where I'm from. So our face, our, our skincare product, which is coming out next year, is produced in Germany. And like I said, it's really important to find labs that believe in you and also who will work with you on a lower MLQ. So luckily we have been able to do that so far. So we don't have to order so much product and sit on them and also invest in so much product. So I think that's a really good tip for a young brand who is just starting out to really find the right lab who will be willing to work with you. And to that note, it's like when you're first starting out, obviously, Monica, you're very well known and and you do have your network and your influence, but it's like, how do you come up with a number of how many orders to to make? Start off small and then grow from there? Did you hit the ground running? Yeah, we started with our lab as Blunder Cover. It was great. I think we started with 3,000 and the same with the brush. 
And I think 3000 is a really good number because I feel like that's movable. But that is, yeah, that, that I think that's a really good number for a self-funded brand to start with and to start slow. And also our what I think what we did, we started with Blunder Cover. It's really just one product in the brush. And I think it's nice to start smaller and really find your hero product. And I feel like Blunder Cover will always be our hero product in our lineup. And then really, you know, honing in that one really amazing product because I see a lot of times these new brands come out with a full line and I never know like really what is your hero product or what are you known for so I think it's important to create this buzz on this one product and have a story behind it I think that's really important I think that's what people really love about Blender Cover there's a really beautiful story behind this product so Sandy going back to your marketing efforts so since you launched last November you're coming on you're year anniversary what has been the most truly effective at at really pushing the brand has it been email marketing has it been influencer marketing monica has it been your network or has it been your retail presence what would you say has been the most um, effective in helping to grow the brand definitely the influencer marketing and also the fact that monica has a decent number of followers as well that's really helped push us over the edge i think and it's different when you launch a brand and you're not your partner or you aren't well known, you have to spend more money on the marketing aspect in terms of advertising. So it's helped us a lot. And we, and also press too. It's almost like on the same level, PR, social, and also influencer, which ties into social as well. Yeah. Is your intention to primarily focus on D to C or are you really trying to get into some larger retail stores? As well? When we launched in the beginning, we launched to the business community, right? So that signaled retailers. And so we did get a lot of requests for meetings. And so I think it's going to have to be a balance. Obviously, with D to C, your margins are basically better than retail. But with makeup, people want to try makeup on. So it's very important for us to be in retailers as well. Once the pandemic is over, hopefully soon, it will be important for us to be in more retailers for sure. And obviously Sephora will be, Sephora is definitely on our list at one point, but I don't know once we're ready with more products, hopefully we'll get there at one point. Yeah, that's part of our growth strategy. And like Monica said, once we have more products, it'll be easier to be in these massive retailer locations because that's what they're looking for. What would you say was the most major setback or challenge you've hit in the first almost year of having the brand? Okay, so we've had a couple, but it's all, nothing that's um, worthwhile is easy. So in the beginning, one of our setbacks was we were going to have a different name, a completely different name. And we filed a brand trademark and a week before the deadline, a large international clothing company pushed back And they demanded that we not use the name. They requested our artwork. It was just very frustrating for us because the name of the company had meaning to Monica and it had really nothing to do with this other company because this other company was a clothing company. So we had to move quickly and we decided on naming the brand after Monica since she's well known in the industry and we felt like that made more sense. That was something that just came out of nowhere. So we were taken aback by that. We were lucky because literally a week, like we were just about to go into production, meaning we were just about to print. The name was Zart, which is a German word. It's spelled C like zebra, A-R-T, 
So you can maybe imagine who the other clothing company is who was about to sue us. But so, yeah, anyway, we were about to print all the blunder covers with the name Tsart. So luckily, in a good way, we got the email on time. And then quickly we changed it to Monica Blunder Beauty, which I'm actually really happy about now that we changed it to this name because I, I always hated my name and now I love it. So it all kind of worked out. And then people identify and, and recognize you with the brand. So yeah, um, exactly. I think you're lucky you have a, a great name. And then the whole Blunder cover spin. I don't know if you do know what a Blunder, blunder is a mistake. And so the whole idea calling uh, blunder cover is because if you have little mistakes on your face or little blunders, you can cover it with blunder cover. That's awesome. Oh, so see, things always work out, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, looking forward, you know, to the future, obviously, we talked, you know, a little bit about retail and some new products. But what would you say for both of you is truly your goal for the remainder of this year and, and next year for the brand? From my perspective, I want to make sure that we're constantly looking at the customer ex- uh, experience and making it easier for customers to purchase and access Monica Blender Beauty. And then also, like I said before, talking about about the just looking at our tech stack and just making sure that we have the information we need. We were talking earlier about how do you manage the growth in terms of orders. And so if you do not have a clear understanding of what your inventory looks like, it's really difficult to know when to actually purchase components because there's a whole process. You have you purchase the components, then there that usually takes about six months now. Um, it used to take four. But now that we're in the middle of the pandemic, it's a little bit longer. And then also look at production time too. And in between that is shipping as well. So it's pretty complicated. So you just need to have a clear vision and view of what that inventory looks like so that you can order appropriately. And then we've been spending a lot of time on product development. We have I believe it's seven products coming at the the end of, excuse me, at the beginning of 2022 and Q1 and Q2. We're really focused on that and we're super excited and we cannot wait for you guys to try the new products that we'll be launching soon. Yeah. And and I think a lot of people who, you know, do not, or who are thinking about working in, in building a brand or who currently work at a brand, I don't think they realize sometimes how complicated everything is in terms of ordering ingredients and then ship times and all of that. So I I totally. And I had no idea too, when I started this, it's, oh, let's just make a product. And it's, oh my gosh, just learning how long everything takes and how really, and it's on top of it, you have the pandemic and it's just, it, it really, now we're planning out, like now we know the drill of how it works and we're literally working now already for 2022. So we have products then coming as well. And, and I think just like planning is a really important thing and just really have a strategy and, and think ahead and don't do things last minute, like really plan a year in, a, in advance and then you should be good. Yeah, I think that's very good advice. Thank you both so much for coming on the show today. It was wonderful to hear so much about the brand. So where can I direct anyone who's listening who's not familiar with you both? MonicaBlunderBeauty.com. And Monica with a K. You can also find us on Instagram at MonicaBlunderBeauty. Or if you want to see a little bit about my personal life and like behind the scenes on when I go to work and stuff, it's at Monica Blunder. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. 
Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Be sure to leave a review and subscribe to all future episodes. For show notes and resources mentioned, go to glamandgrow.co. This show is produced by Wavebreak. If you're an e-commerce marketing leader who wants to take your email and CRM program to the next level, schedule a call with me today at wavebreak.co. Thanks so much for listening. This episode is brought to you by Wavebreak. Most brands don't email right and it costs them. With ad costs getting more and more expensive, a world-class email and SMS program is essential. This is why Wavebreak exists. We're the premier email and SMS marketing agency that helps brands take their retention programs to the next level. If you want to learn more about partnering with us and how we can help, schedule a call with me today at wavebreak.co slash call.